Welcome to Casual Talk Radio Podcast found at casualtalkradio.net. My name is Leister, I'm your host. Thank you for dialing in today, whether you're an existing subscriber or a new listener. We welcome everybody. Got a couple things to get out of the way first, and then we're going to get right into our topic for today. Casualtalkradio.net. That's our website. Check it out for all of our different podcast episodes, past and present. We're constantly making updates. We're refining the website experience. If you have any feedback, we'd appreciate hearing it. You can hit the contact link at the top, fill out the form, come straight to us. You can also leave us a voice message if you want to leave your thoughts on audio, and it may be played on the air. Who knows? Let's go ahead and get into our topic for today. Publishing a little bit early today, mostly because my neighbor likes to throw whatever stupid musical something, and I want to try to get ahead of it. They may not do it today, but I figure they will. So I'm trying to get ahead of it today uh, real quick because I didn't get a chance to do uh, last week. Uh, quick rest in peace to Coolio. Coolio actually is going to be my topic today. Casual Talk Radio is perfect for this. I've already done a shout out on Combat Talk and Crypto Talk, but I think I want to go a little bit deeper here, use this episode, because there was a lot that we could have learned from him and gone a little bit deeper. And I learned some new facts that I don't, they don't scare me, but they're, they're something that people don't know from an awareness perspective. And I want to try to bring some light to that as well. So Coolio, Mr. Leon Ivy Jr., um, artist coolio for those who don't know uh he was big back in the days he was one of if not the at the time he had everybody was expressing their own art in their own ways and his was unique even though he was different in mainstream he was telling stories just like tupac was doing just like biggie was doing just like early jay-z was doing and i don't know frankly that people really understood some of the songs. It, those listening to me here are probably of the same era, but maybe it was not the type of listen, music that you might have listened to. I will, as a call to action, recommend at least certain songs to take a look uh, and listen, because I think that you'll, you'll reconcile that there was more to him than what you might have thought, especially because, again, his was... He was on music soundtracks like crazy, but there was a message to a lot of his songs that, for my opinion, anyway, I don't know that he really got the recognition he deserved. I said this on uh, Combat Talk Radio. I don't believe that he got the true recognition that he deserved when he came out and then some of his later albums. And then he kind of slipped off and disappeared. And he was trying to, I know for a fact he was trying to do a comeback. Didn't happen. And so... Let me just list a couple ones I know on the top of my heads that I do recommend if you get a chance. I'm sure on YouTube you'll be able to find these. Um, but I do recommend that you listen to. Um, F Fantastic Voyage obviously was one of those kind of fun songs. It was just, it was just fun. Um, it was, it was, it was not the story, it was just have some fun. Same with one, two, three, four, something new. It was just fun. When you start his second CD, his Gangster Paradise CD, he had two songs in particular that I call out. The first one is Gangster's Paradise, a classic of the era that I don't think anybody 
could touch even now. Like it, it's one of those timeless songs that fast forward and it still holds up against, even though he was rapping slower and obviously we have the mumble rap today is the big thing, but there's just nothing like when you hear him and you hear the, just the very brooding sound of the song, but there's a message under it too. I want you, I definitely recommend that you listen to too hot. And people don't know that he actually recorded a song too hot that used from cool in the gang. They've used that as a sample, but Coolio's, if you listen to the rap, just an amazing story about basically at the time was, so let me kind of back up a little bit. I'm struggling on how to best, I don't, I want to do him justice in how I describe this to you. So this is around the nineties. Now I want to say 95 ish. And this is around the time that we had a lot going on with sexually transmitted diseases. And so people were trying to tell a story around sexually transmitted diseases. Too Hot specifically focuses on AIDS and the video, the music video, it shows about how AIDS spread and it was off the backs of Easy e who died from AIDS. But in the video, it's showing different people how they're basically sleeping with all these different people. And just the story that he tells is just for the time was like, dang, he's just hitting it hard. Definitely check out Too Hot. Definitely check out Gangsta's Paradise. After this, he starts, he changes, but then he releases See You When You Get There. Probably one of his most memorable songs of all time was that one. If you get no chance to listen to any of the other ones I just called out, definitely listen to See You When You Get There. It's going to hit you, especially when you think about him and his life and what he had to go through and the stories that are out there. Hit me hard, and I... I didn't I didn't appreciate him at the time, other than obviously I like the music, but I didn't appreciate the messages until much lower, much later in life. I was I was not really appreciating the message behind it. A lot of them was the same way. I was not thinking about the message that they were trying to communicate with some of these uh, until much, much later in their in my life and in their careers. So as I'm thinking about this and I'm like, okay, this guy is bigger than I thought initially. I, my challenge, uh, my call to action to you is to just listen to at least one of those and see what you think about it. Now, it turns out, we learned this later, it turns out that he was struggling with asthma and it was hard for him. So when he was performing on stage, he was struggling with it. He had to use inhalers for use on stage. It was hard. And of course, when you're a touring you know, performer like this, not only is it the air, but it's also just the, you know, the moisture, like humidity that might affect you. Um, any smoke might affect you. There's all sorts of things that affect you, but later in life, depending on how severe yours is, you start struggling with things like persistent coughs or mucus buildup. And I can speak to it. You know, I have uh, asthma. It doesn't affect me nearly as badly as others, but it does affect me. I do have, you know, kind of mucus build and that kind of thing that I manage. But it it's one of those that when you have it, you're more prone to things like cardiovascular disease. 
you're more prone to things like heart attacks, you're more prone to things like strokes. And so health issues just seem to affect you a little bit more, not just the general of breathing, but it's bringing awareness to the fact that, you know, although there's quite a few people that suffer from this, um, you don't, you never can know. You never can know when it's going to just hit you in the wrong way. And they haven't confirmed it, but the theory is that it may have at least contributed to what eventually did happen, which was that he had suffered from cardiac arrest when he was at a friend's house. And as I read that, it, it doesn't surprise me, knowing what I know about it, but it was just because I, I'd just seen the guy. He was on the video, and he was talking, giving an interview, and he seemed in good health and good spirits. And, and then to know that he was doing the performance, because he was worldwide. Like, he was doing crazy tours and travel. And to think that he was doing that, and having to manage that condition, like it's crazy. Uh, Shannon Briggs, who's a boxer, he suffers from asthma. And I'm always shocked that this guy is able to train, you know, at the level that he was while having asthma because breathing is all part of the game. Stamina and everything else. And he fought at a high level. He became a world champion the whole nine. So people manage it, certainly, but there's never been a cure for it. You just kind of have to keep it under control. And it affects different of us differently. And when I read that and knowing, again, I didn't really appreciate the stories he was telling until way later. Now, part of what my realization, the blinding flash of light as I describe it, has always been that when I see celebrities, and I think this is a problem in society, when I see celebrities, I don't see them as this mythical above ground person. I see them as humans. I see them as people who, many of them do cook their own food. Many of them do raise their own kids. Many of them do live their own lives, they fart, right? They spit, they, you know, pee. They do everything that normal people do. Just might be that they're in the spotlight more than other people or they have more money than other people or whatnot. But they're normal people just like the rest of us. And so now as I'm thinking, all right, as, you know, when I'm in my 30s, really, and I'm thinking I've, I don't see celebrities the same way other people do. I see them as normal people. And many of them struggle with their celeb status. I know that there's been tons of suicides and things because of celeb status. And I know that some of these people have these types of medical conditions. Like there's people who suffer with cancer, people who suffer with other illnesses. And it treats it, you know, they're human. They're normal people like you and I. And I don't know why we, as a society, have gotten to this point where we have we treat them as more than what they are, that we don't treat them as the humans that they are. And I'll be honest, some of them bring it on themselves. They create that like a Jake Paul level. They create this narrative that they are above other people. They're not, they, they treat themselves above because they're told you've got to kind of keep a separation of duty. You can't get too cozy with fans or that kind of stuff or paparazzi understood. But I also think that you've got to be, careful as a celebrity having known a couple of people that were in somewhat entertainment business i believe you do have to be careful of the connections you make outside of the business at the same time i also think there should be a clear line between what the fans see what they perceive and the truth that it's like a a window right they should see enough that you are human without you exposing too much i do think that some people have a hard time with that. They have a hard time separating the character from the human. 
And I know Coolio in particular, not just him, but also Alexander O'Neill. He's talked about this where he even said, you know, you don't love me. You say you do, but you don't. You like the music, you like that, but you don't love me. And that was powerful. It's, it's in many ways true that the, we watch and we listen and we experience the act that he put on, whether it's musical, visual, uh, sports, it doesn't matter. We watch this and we take it in, but at, at no level do we accept that these are human beings that have their own lives and their own struggles. Just because some of them have money doesn't mean they're not struggling with something. And so when Coolio passed, more than other people, like I was, I was impacted by Prince a lot because it was so unexpected. I was impacted by Heavy D quite a bit. I was, in fact, I was expected, you know, expecting more life, like longer lives, because our lifespan has been increasing. And when I say our, I mean the world, not necessarily my race, but Overall, our lifespan has been increasing, so I expect longer. I expect that these people who I grew up with and listening to and around and watching, you know, would last longer than they have. And then certain people pass where they've made an, some sort of an impact, whether it was they just straight up entertain me, like a Coolio, like a Heavy D, even a Chris Benoit, I'll give it, and then they pass too dang soon. And it makes you think, number one, did I... Did I recognize them for the human that they were or did I not? And if I didn't, why didn't I? And can I do a better job with other celebrities in the future? But also as the ones that have passed or gone, I have to force myself because I'm getting older myself, force myself to remember them, remember what they did and what they brought, the entertainment that they brought to me. That's why I always call back to say Michael Jackson's human nature as arguably one of the best songs he's ever written. Because it truly is, if you listen to the lyrics, or excuse me, that, but also Stranger in Moscow. If you listen to the lyrics of these songs and the flow and the music and everything, there's nothing like it, right? And you think of Luther Vandross and knowing very little about his childhood or anything else, he just kind of came out of nowhere. And now Coolio, who I was listening to as I was growing up, only to see he's now gone. Uh, you know, Black Rob, same thing. DMX, same thing. That you listen to them at a point, you appreciate what it is, but did you recognize they're normal people? And I think that flash has not hit a lot of people, that these are normal human beings. And my call to action, anybody listening, be thinking about anytime you're following a celebrity, following anybody, doesn't matter, whether they entertain her, it doesn't matter. They're real people, they're human, that they're human just like you are. They have their own problems. They have their own issues. They have their own everything. They might have more money than you, and that's fine. It doesn't really matter at the end of the day because they're still human. And they're struggling just like you are. And at some point, whatever ails you might be ailing some of them or one of them at some level. And we can't just assume that they're better than you. They're certainly not. I think they would even say, uh, most of them, <laughs> are. it's not that they're better than you or anything. It just that happens that they had a path. Some of them, they were kind of put into it. Some of them, they made their own way. At the end of the day, I think they all would encourage you to create your own path, do your own, you know, make your own future, do your own thing, and be proud of who you are. Above everything else, I believe that's what they would encourage you to do is 
push your own, make your own, do your own. And as long as you're happy with it, as long as you're okay with yourself, I think you would do more as a fan by simply being a fan of yourself first and then recognize them as a human, respect their space, respect their privacy, respect their time, and understand that they, ha- they are dealing with their own struggles just like you are, just like I am, just like everybody else is. And at some point, whatever you believe spiritually, at some point, we will, it'll prove out that we are just like them one way or the other. That's all we've got here today on Casual Talk Radio, Gentleman's World. Hopefully it's been informational, educational, and helpful for you. We upload every Monday and Wednesday, so we'll be back for our next episode. Whether you're a subscriber or not, we appreciate you for dialing in today. We know you've got choices. We will be turning back on our guest cadence. We are doing the screening process that's coming very soon. Keep up to date with what we're doing at casualtalkradio.net. You can also subscribe at the bottom to get alerts whenever there's a new episode posted, or you can add it to your platform of choice. For now, take care, and I will see you on our next upload.